0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the number one professional wrestling radio show in Las Vegas. This is The Mark Hoke Show. The Mark Hoke Show. Going bell to bell with the best in professional wrestling news, entertainment, and lots of Sin City surprises from inside the squared circle. Now, let's get to all the exciting pro wrestling action and bring on the host. Here is Mark Hoke.
1: Hey, that at first hour was so much fun. Look figured we'd do it again. Let's go. we taking the station over, baby. That's what we do. You know, we should just do this 24-7. Let's do uh No? 23 hours, man. I need an hour to uh, Yeah, shower. lunch break. Yeah, it's like well, it's like a Jerry Lewis telethon, you know, just, uh, <laughs> right. that would be fun. I think we something like that. that. That would be fun. Man take over the a take, weekend. Yeah, the whole weekend. That way I don't have to produce other shows on the weekend either.
2: <laughs> no more gun shows.
1: <laughs> no, I I'm very happy to produce all of our great programming here on on uh, don Absolutely. I have no problem doing that. Do it Monday through Friday and then do it Saturday and now I do it again with me. It's your passion, man. Yeah, yeah it's your passion. Yeah,
2: that, you're very motivated, Mark. Well, I
1: do my best. Very, kids. very motivated. Of course, this is the Mark Oak Show on K Dawn, the best in pro wrestling news and entertainment. Just uh, got done with Danny Limelight, and we had about four minutes to catch our breath, as uh, we're going to be getting into another terrific guest shortly. Of course, we've got the David Difference. Yes, sir. What's up, D Man? D man, let's let's not go with that one. No, nah, let's D-man? just
3: stick with the David Difference. You can call me different. You can call me Dave. You Double can call D. Jeez, da- nah, I thought you said we couldn't go there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's just, come on, man. We'll work it out.
2: We'll figure it uh, out. Uh, not. Right. The D man. He's just determined not to call you the David David. (laughs) Dipper. He's hoping he could come up with something. He'd be like, okay, ah, thank gosh. I don't have to call him that anymore.
1: I know. I'm just a terrible human being. What can I say? Of course, uh, Brian Ronovich from (laughs) LasVegasWrestlingScene.com. How are you?
2: I'm doing well. I just want to say real quick, we will have Bodie Young Prodigy on LVWS Confidential on Wednesday on our YouTube channel and Royce Isaacs following him. Wow. Not beautiful, the same day. Beautiful, beautiful. maybe later in the week. I'm gonna we're gonna try to get him on before Sunday show, but we'll before the Sunday FSW show, but we'll see. But if not, it'll be the week after. There you go. Yep. Good that, stuff. That Bodie is something else.
1: Yeah, he's gonna be he's really fun. He's what fifteen?
2: Fun. Yeah. Right? Yeah, he's gonna be really fun. He's a good kid.
1: Yeah, seeing him uh, take on Juicy at the at that one uh, uh. FSW
2: show <laughs> the chicken when he did the chicken game of yeah. chicken standing on Jay's uh, shoulders.
1: That was that was good. That was unbelievable. That's those moments like that in pro wrestling that you just never forget, to say the least. I was I was just happy that Juicy didn't eat
2: him. Yeah, yeah, that could have <laughs> right. ended really bad. That could have ended bad. Yes, it could have.
1: Well, one thing I hope won't end bad, of course, is our show, and we have a terrific guest on. Of course, this guy. 250 million views on youtube one of the one of the great interviewers in pro wrestling and I, I don't think there's any doubt i i think we could safely maybe call him the best
3: yeah i, agree. I think so i agree with that yeah man. for sure for sure the, the goat the
1: yeah. the host of the insight podcast and we are very happy to have him on chris van v van Vliet. chris how are you today I'm doing great guys thank you so much for having me on yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, we appreciate you taking the time out, man. I mean, I, I my,
4: my pleasure. I mean, come on, A chance to hang out with you guys in Las Vegas. I mean, well, who could say no to that?
1: <laughs> right, right. I th- there's probably a few people who could, but yeah. we appreciate you slumming with us today. It's all good. By the way, you coming out for double or nothing?
4: Well, so the answer would normally be yes. But uh, this year, I've got a a, a big uh, life milestone here. My, my wife is pregnant, and our due date is that exact weekend. So the answer is, uh, unfortunately, I've got to other things that I'll be, uh, you know, tending to during that time. <laughs> Chris, I live right near a bunch of hospitals. I can handle that. Okay, well, then maybe we figure this out. Maybe my wife can come with us to Double or Nothing. Right, and if you know she starts getting some contractions, then we just head off to the hospital. How's that sound? Yeah,
1: there's there's some, there's a million hospitals
4: in Vegas. We got it covered. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, if you can convince Rachel, then I'm all in. All right. Hey, I'll, I'll make that call.
1: <laughs> yeah, but, you know, I, I and I know you've been mentioning that on some of your uh, your interviews you've been doing. I mean, what is that like for you right now that after everything you've done, now you get to take one of the ultimate journeys in life, and that's fatherhood?
4: Oh, man, I'm, I'm every emotion I think possible. I'm feeling them all. I'm excited. I'm a little bit nervous. I'm scared. I'm completely unsure of what's going to happen here, but... Uh, <laughs> But like everything else in life, like you know, you can only be so prepared for it, right? So, I'm—we're uh, a month away now, which is crazy. And uh, yeah, I'm just excited to see what uh, this next journey brings. So, man, I, I'm pumped about uh, becoming a father.
1: Well, just a little tip: you think you're ready and you think you're prepared, you're not.
4: Well, look, I don't think I'm <laughs> ready or prepared. <laughs> <laughs> I'm as ready as I think I could be. And, uh, you, you know, you might have seen it. I got some great advice from um, our buddy Dwayne Johnson. The Rock gave me some advice, uh, you know, as a, as a new father. And I'm like, well, look, if, uh, if I could just take some of that advice from The Rock, I'll, I'll be okay, right? I hope. I don't know.
1: Nah, yeah, well,
3: you'll do great. You'll do yeah, great, man. you'll be man. fine.
1: Yeah, just Thanks, just God. just hang in there, and you know, just say your prayers and eat your vitamins, brother. Yeah,
3: that's it. That's it, brother, that's all I need to do, dude. Yeah. Great advice, great advice, Mark. Oh yeah, man,
1: well, you, know, you and I got to meet out at WrestleMania, and one thing that I wanted to ask you about because the the reaction to what's been going on with WWE since the main event at WrestleMania and some other things that happened has been I don't know, it's been very weird and people are kind of like, what happened? And I don't know. It's been kind of strange. What were your thoughts after Cody lost? And what have you been hearing from everybody about their reaction to Roman Reigns still being the champ?
4: Well, here's what I want to say about WrestleMania 39 in general. It was a great event. Yes, I think you can easily make the argument that night one was a stronger night, better booking than night two, but WrestleMania as a whole, I think, was awesome. And I think that too many people were left with a bad taste in their mouth because the guy they wanted to win, the guy they thought was going to win, Cody Rhodes didn't win. And I think that that caused a lot of people to go, oh, man, WrestleMania sucked. WrestleMania wasn't as good as I thought it could have been. The whole thing was great. You just didn't like who was looking at the lights after the one, two, three at the end of the main event. But I think that that... Everything considered, that match was fantastic. Just because you didn't like that Roman Reigns won and Cody Rhodes didn't doesn't mean that the whole event isn't good. And I think that there's a lot of people that are really forgetting all of the other amazing matches we saw that night, all the memorable moments that we saw. So I I think that a lot of people are not taking that uh, event with a grain of salt and realizing that, like, As a whole, this was all good. Just because your guy didn't win doesn't mean the whole weekend wasn't good. So, But I I understand what you're saying, Mark. And like I feel like the WWE had a ton of momentum going into WrestleMania. And I feel like the win was kind of taken out of everybody's sails, at least from a fan's perspective, because Cody Rhodes was not the guy. And I think that everyone kind of was like going into that weekend – expecting that, you know, at the end of Sunday night, going into uh, Raw on Monday, that Cody was going to be the champion. Um, But it just feels like it kind of, I think there's a lot of fans that are nervous that this is going to go back to how it was a few years ago, where it's like, oh, that's what you guys want as fans? We're going to give you the exact opposite thing. (laughs) Well, it'll be really curious what happens as we head into SummerSlam. Yeah. And
1: I think one thing that caused that problem as well was Raw the next night. Yeah. With, With Vince kind of changing a ton of stuff around. We heard all the stories about the rewrites and everything else. And, you know, people just weren't digging Raw and SmackDown, you know, some of the things that were happening on those shows for quite a while. And then it changed and everybody was excited to watch the shows again. And then we hear that and the Raw after WrestleMania just wasn't quite what we're used to a raw after WrestleMania being like, and it just felt like the brakes got put on, you know what I mean? Well, that was not only
4: like one of the worst RAWs after WrestleMania, that just wasn't a good episode of raw period. And I think that the expectation is so high, especially with that wave that WWE has been riding. And I feel like uh, that made people go, wait a second. Our guy didn't win at WrestleMania. Now there was really no big returns or surprises or anything really fun that happened. The Raw to WrestleMania. Now this deal with endeavors happening, what is going on? Like is WWE going in the other direction? And I think that this really is just going to be a game of wait and see. Like, and then, and then that's impossible to do in wrestling because fans always want to, you know, uh, um, guess what's going to be happening in the future. But I really think that we need to sit and wait and see because it's so hard in wrestling to judge things as they're happening. Like Pro wrestling is one of those things where you really can't appreciate everything as a whole picture until you're able to zoom out just a little bit, whether that's a few weeks or a few months, and see, oh, this is how this is all working within the bigger picture.
1: Yeah, I think that's one thing that's lost on fans today is... Back when when I was first started watching wrestling in the 80s, that you had a lot of long-term storytelling. And there were just little things that would get slipped in as it went along. And then you build to something that you maybe weren't expecting or you had a major crescendo in a year, year and a half. And I think fans just don't have that patience anymore. And they just want things to happen so quick. But then the problem is when things happen so quick, it seems like it's all thrown together and it doesn't work. So you know, it's it's it's, it's, a, it's a real conundrum for people that are booking this stuff.
4: Well, you can't please everybody. You know, that's the biggest thing. You can't please everybody on any pro wrestling show. And everybody's been clamoring for, we want long-term booking. We want long-term booking. Then they gave us some of the best long-term booking we've seen in a decade with the Bloodline. Right. And the Bloodline storyline's been so great. And the turn with Sami Zayn, everything that's happened with the Bloodline storyline. And now the the bloodline is continuing on with Roman Reigns still as the champion, and people are going, ah, oh, give us something different. We want something different now. So, like, you really can't make everybody happy.
1: Yeah, it's it's amazing how it works. Everybody's just got to chill out for a little bit, to say the least. I, well, and speaking of chilling out, on the other side of the docket with AEW, a lot of crazy stuff happening over there with CM Punk. Apparently, is going to be coming back, and I know you've been in that locker room, you know, I've done work with AEW. What are your thoughts on all this stuff uh, with the story
4: from you know,
1: leading up from, from all out until now?
4: Yeah. I feel like watching that all out uh, press scrum, the, the, the press conference made me go, this sounds like a guy who is just airing all of his grievances and just doesn't care. And it certainly sounds like a guy who has no intention to return to this company So when the whispers started happening about CM Punk returning, I'm like, there's no way. Like, how could you sit next to your boss and list off all the things you don't like, not just about the company, but about that person (laughs) and expect to go back there? So I was like, there's no way. And people would ask me months ago, like, do you think CM Punk is going to return anywhere, AEW or WWE or really anywhere? And I'm like, I don't think so. Like, I don't feel like you go out like that and expect to ever come back but boy everything seems to be lining up for June 17th in Chicago to have CM Punk return and like if if they do this at the United Center the way that CM Punk came back 2 years ago on Rampage it feels like a lot of people are going to be tuned in for this show so if everything's lined up here and it sounds like the TV deal is finalized or at least about to be finalized This is happening in Chicago, which, of course, is the place where CM Punk should be returning if he is coming back to AEW. First episode of their new Saturday night show. If they tease this enough, this could be AEW's highest rated television program of all time. True.
1: Yeah, that is very true. But
4: I'm curious, because you're on the inside
1: a lot and you talk to a lot of the performers. What are they saying about it? I mean, we we hear all these rumors that some people are happy, some people aren't. Do you what are you hearing about locker room morale and you know do, does everybody want punk to come back
4: i don't know what happened after all out but it sure seems like anybody that could have had an opinion on this has remained pretty tight left about it and i don't know if that's just people keeping to themselves or if there's actually something you know going on legally here and they can't say anything but I think at the end of the day, whether you like CM Punk or not as a fan or whether you like working with CM Punk or not as a worker, you can't disagree that he brings in big numbers and he gets people talking. I mean, look, we're talking about CM Punk and he hasn't been on AEW television since last year. Uh, So I think that he is good for business. He brings uh, viewers in. So I think that especially with a new TV deal on the table, it makes sense to have him make some sort of appearance. Now, if I was to put on my fantasy Booker hat here, I would have CM Punk more in like a Brock Lesnar role, like have him come in two, three, four matches a year, but he's on television a lot, hyping up those big matches. That would make a lot of sense to me rather than these quick builds with, you know, I'm, I'm CM Punk and I'm going to wrestle so-and-so this Wednesday. And you're like, Oh, I, I, don't really understand why, but okay, <laughs> sure. That happened a lot, and I I think that it'd be better to have him build up to some marquee matches that really get fans invested. You want to talk about long term booking? Give us that.
1: Absolutely. And I, one thing that I I find very interesting about what's happening in pro wrestling right now, you know, and, and I don't know how long you know you're uh thirty nine, right, Chris.
4: 39, yeah. I'm about to be 40, right, oh. right when the baby's born. <laughs> oh, perfect. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> perfect. Well, it, I, 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 I feel like that this may be a real golden age of professional wrestling at this point. I, I don't know if I've seen a time, maybe other than the Attitude Era and when Hulk Hogan you know, first started Hulkamania, that wrestling was in such good a shape as it's been. Now, how are you feeling about the industry right now?
4: I've been saying for the last three years that this is the best time to be a pro wrestling fan. And I think that subsequently it's also the best time to be a pro wrestler because there's just so many opportunities out there. And the cool thing is, you know, all four of us could be talking about some incredible match that occurred in an indie company last (laughs) weekend, you know, in the Midwest. And like, we could go online and we could go find that clip and that, didn't exist before the era of the Internet. I think that's what's so exciting about right now. Or a big name could be coming up, and maybe he hasn't come to your town yet, but a big name could be coming up, and you could go check out all of their stuff online. I think that, that's really exciting. I would say that on the flip side, there may be like this paradox of choice right now. Maybe it's that like we have too many options right now, I think that's a good thing. I think it's amazing to have all of the options that we have right now. But I think that if you are um, looking to watch a lot of wrestling right now, it may be a little bit overwhelming because there's so much to keep up on all the time. Like if you want to keep up on WWE and AEW and New Japan and Impact, just to name four there, that's what, like 20 hours of television a week?
2: Right. Right.
1: I don't have time to watch it all. It's insane. insane. <laughs> it is, it is crazy.
4: Yeah.
1: All right. Well, I'll tell you what, we need to get a commercial break in, Chris. So if we, you don't mind, it's sticking around. We'll get you on for another segment, if uh, that's okay. Let's do it. All right. So we've got Chris Van Vleet joining us here on the Mark Hoke Show, having a great time with him. And I'll tell you what, we are going to have another uh, fantastic hour. And as soon as I find, yes, there's my promo. I, I dug it up finally. By the way, if you want to bet on all sorts of crazy stuff going on in professional wrestling, like, for example, who's going to be the world champion at the end of the year, that's up on betonline.ag. It's pretty cool. You can check that out. Just go to marcoakshow.com, click on the link there, and sign up. You get a 50% matching bonus up to $1,000. So pretty good deal. You can bet on professional wrestling. You can bet on rugby, snooker, just about anything you want, so make sure you check that out. Go to markhoakeshow.com and click on the betonline.ag link and get involved with betting on professional wrestling. Have a great time with that, guys. All right, we'll be back with more on the Mark Hoke Show here on KDON 101.5 FM, the best in pro wrestling news and entertainment. More with Chris Van Vliet and the gang when we come back. Stick around for more. We'll be right back with you.
0: A-Fave World Las Vegas Wrestling Scene.com brings you the real story. Las Vegas Wrestling Scene is the source for Pro Wrestling News. Along with their up-to-date events calendar, visit Las Vegas 1015FM K Don. This is the Mark Hoke Show. The Mark Hoke Show. Here again, your host, Mark Hoke. And
1: we are back on the Mark Hoke Show on KDON 101.5 FM, the talk of Las Vegas, the best in pro wrestling news and entertainment. I have untangled my tongue on the break. I think I'm all good now.
3: Pull it together. Pull it, it together, Mark. Come on, Mark. All Come right. On, Mark. All right. We have
1: important guests on. I know we do. Uh, hey, speaking of guests, by the way, next week we have our first Cauliflower Alley Club segment. Joe Malenko, the winner of the Men's Wrestling Award from the CAC, is going to be joining us. That is going to be a pretty cool interview to have Joe Malenko on. And then the guy who is going after Ice Williams for the FSW Championship is going to be in here as well, Nick Zander. And if you haven't heard or seen Nick, man, you are in for a treat. The heartbeat. The heartbeat. You, it's, it's going off in the booth already.
2: That's right.
1: A week ahead of time, but that's okay. The, re,
2: the rematch. Yeah, they, the had rematch. A,
1: they had a terrific match uh, about a, what was it was about a month ago. Yeah. So we'll look forward to seeing the rematch with them. So... Joe Malenko and Nick Zander on the show next week. So Chris Van Vliet uh, on the show with us right now though. So we got to take care of business with him. Uh, Dave, I know you had a question for Chris. I
3: I got several questions for Chris. (laughs) I I, I know, I know we have limited time. Uh, First off, Chris, the David difference here. um, I just want to say, I appreciate the magic that you bring to this world. All right. Um, I watch your interviews. I, I, I see how you move, man. It's, and it's truly a magical thing. Um, Question, because I'm always trying to learn. How do you juggle everything that you got going on, especially with a daughter coming, you know, the wife and everything? How do you juggle everything and still be, you know, on top of it? That's,
4: first of all, very kind of you to say and thank you. And I don't know, I think I'm still trying to figure this out myself. <laughs> and as I as I look ahead to, you know, how, how things might be changing with, you know, a daughter coming, I, I really think my priorities are going to shift quite a bit, but, for me, I've just always looked at things that's like, am I excited to do what I'm going to do at the start of the day, and at the end of the day, am I proud of what I'm going to do? And you know, we all have priorities in our life, and I think for all of us, we kind of you know juggle them a little bit differently, or we prioritize them a little bit differently. But for me, there's some things that like for sure I can uh, I not like go a day without, and that's going to the gym. That's a really important part of my life. If I have an interview that day, it's like doing the proper research for that and not just trying to, like, wing it and figure that out. So I think for me it's just a matter of, like, putting what's most important first. And that's family for me first. And then it's it's health as the close second there because without health, the first one's probably not going to uh, be too healthy at all.
3: No, I definitely understand that. And then with your daughter coming, so when my son was born, it didn't hit me until – my son came out and I held him for the first time. And then my life yeah. changed. Like, he just prioritized differently, and, you know, <laughs> the world shapes out differently. But, I, like, when it comes to interviews, like, I, I love interviewing and, like, new on this radio thing where you're not face to face. I like talking to people where you can see the reactions and kind of, uh, it, it changes the whole dynamic of the interview. But you've interviewed everybody, the top, top in different industries, entertainment, wrestling. What is three common qualities that you see in these people
4: that you also see in yourself that, that has led to success? Oh, wow. That's, that's such a great question. And I don't know if I see, see all of these same qualities in myself, but I would say that uh, three things that are, seem pretty common with, call them high achievers, whether it's pro wrestling, actors, athletes, directors, comedians, whatever it is, the people who are at the top of their game, I would say that all of them are, are doing it with intention. Nobody is accidentally becoming the best comedian in the world or accidentally becoming the best director in the world. Everybody has intention, and I always say vague goals get vague results, and I think it's important to be like uh, what am I shooting for? What is the thing that I would like to become and achieve rather than just like oh, I'm going to, you know, do do this or do that and hope that something comes out on uh, you know in the end from this. So Intention, I think, is very, very important. Number two, it kind of goes back to what I was just talking about. And I think that they've all been really good at prioritizing health and sleep. Like, I think that's a really important thing of like figuring out, like, okay, in order to do this, I need to also do that. Like, there's these you know, stories of LeBron sleeping, what is it, like 10, 12 hours a day? Right. And you wouldn't think that someone who's operating at that high of a level would have time for that but it's not not about having time for it they make the time for that because they know how important that is to the rest of their life and i would say the third thing is you just never stop learning and i think that if you think that you've got it all figured out now boy you're gonna get a real rude awakening so it's (laughs) the idea of like having that student mentality all the time and realizing that you can learn from everybody Whether someone is younger than you, older than you, maybe they're in a different industry, but it's the idea that you're constantly learning every single day and constantly striving to get better. And
2: and Brian, you had a question for Chris. Yeah. Hey, Chris, this is Brian with LasVegasWrestlingScene.com. I'm I'm curious, as you got, you're about to turn 40 and you were talking about having vague goals, vague vague results, et cetera. So did you... See yourself here turning 40 or like where did you expect to go? How did you end up here?
4: Man, you guys are hitting me with all these great questions this morning. Man, uh, I it's funny because when you're growing up, 40 feels really old, right? Oh, yeah,
2: (laughs) yeah, I'm about to turn 50, so I understand.
4: (laughs) Wow, yeah, so like especially as you're starting your career, like I was fortunate to be able to start in television, radio, and television when I was 21. And I would work with people who were forty or in their forties, and like you know, at that age, they're twice your age, and you're like, oh my gosh, they're like so old. And now here I am, you know, knocking on the on the door of forty right now. I think for me, I, look, I grew up in Canada. I grew up just outside of Toronto. I had a, a, an internship at a tiny TV station that I basically lied my way into getting an internship. I told them I was going to be in, <laughs> in town that day. And they were like, Oh, if you're going to be in town, sure. You might as well come by and we can talk about an internship. We don't normally do this. And, uh, you know, long story short, I ended up getting an internship that turned into a job. It turned into the career that I've had now. Nice. And it, for me, it wasn't about like looking ahead forty or 20 years to the age of 40. It was looking ahead to like, all right. What's in front of me today,
2: mm-hmm.
4: and th- and then what's in front of me tomorrow? And I'm a big believer that if you can win the uh, the enough, if you can win the day, then it's a, it's a great day. Yeah. If you can win enough days, then you can win the week. If you can win enough we- weeks, and you win the month, and then so on and so on, and that's always kind of been it for me. It's just been picking up like these little wins along the way and trying to be able to learn from people who have been there before. Like we're not reinventing the wheel here. Anything that you're looking to do has likely been done by somebody else before. So I think the easiest way to get where you want to go is to just ask somebody for directions. Somebody who's already been there and say, how did you get here? Like, how can I learn from that? So that's kind of been it for me. And, you know, I look ahead 10 years from now, I'm going to be in in your shoes about to turn 50 and, (laughs) I feel like I'll still have the same mentality of, like, yeah. let's just figure this out and let's kind of go the, from here.
2: I think it's the process. It's the process of yeah. doing it. That's for, I just think that's more important than the result because the results come as a result of the process. So if you just commit to the process, like you said, learning every day and just doing it, it it will happen. It just will. Yeah, you know? yeah
4: I love that. And there's no finish line, right? No. Like, you can – you can set these goals of like, all oh, right, I want to get this job or I want to do this interview or whatever it happens to be. But then you realize once that thing happens, well, the journey still continues. Yeah. Here, you're you still know? doing it like nothing changes. Like you, you, a lot of people are like, oh, my dream job.
2: Well, you can already be doing it. Once you start doing it, you're in the process. There's no yeah. result from it. You know, you just stay in
4: it. Yeah, and I I think to kind of piggyback off of that, like do a little something every single day yep, that exactly. gets you slightly closer to whatever your goal happens to be. You bet, and of
1: course we're on with Chris Van Vleet, uh, and does the amazing Insight Show on uh, on YouTube and all over your social media. You can't miss the guy; it's absolutely impossible. Um, and I, Chris, you know, along that line too, I wanted to ask you something about the 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 show that one thing that really inspires me when i i see your show is you do so many different things i mean i and getting out to wrestle me and getting to talk to even some other people it kind of reminded me of one of the things that i used to go by and i think i kind of forgot for a while was you never want to look back on your life and say i wish i'd have done blank <laughs> you do a lot of blanks on this show <laughs> Sean Spears chopped the heck of AC I see so you jumping out of airplanes and chasing dolphins and doing all this crazy stuff.
4: You know, is that kind of the philosophy you've got, too? My whole attitude has been, like, if somebody else can do something, well, that means that I can also do it. So I just got to, like, you know, figure out how they were able to accomplish it. But, I, yeah, I never want to live with regret. I want to give everything a try and then figure out if I don't like it. I've I've always laughed at people who, you know, you'll say to them, oh, would you ever go skydiving or bungee jumping or swim with sharks or whatever? Oh, that's not for me. I I could never do that. Well, you could. You could do it. You're choosing not to do it. I'd rather go and try it and then tell you, you know what? That thing wasn't for me, but at least I tried it. So uh, I think that through these segments, whether they're on YouTube or whether they're on TV, by the way, I'm on TV in, uh in Las Vegas, I'm on eight news now. Okay. So you can see me on the, on the CBS station there on a show called Las Vegas. Now, I think the idea through doing these things is just showing people that like this stuff is, is possible. So mm-hmm. go out and give it a try.
3: No, I think that's beautiful. Um, I want to touch on some, I know that Tyler Perry was a huge motivator to where you are uh, yeah. currently in your mindset. When he gave you the advice to dream bigger, now mm. that you are on a different playing field,
4: what does dreaming bigger look like for you? What's next? Uh, I feel like I still need to dream like a lot bigger, uh, yeah. and I think that, and that, that's kind of the cool thing because even if you are Tyler Perry and you're incredibly wildly successful like him. Um, I think that you can always dream bigger. There's always somebody who's doing the thing that you want to do, or somebody who's doing it on a bigger scale. So that really came to me from, I was having a conversation with Tyler and he was putting together a new movie. And I jokingly said, Hey, do you have like a news reporter role in that movie? Like, why, why wouldn't you think to cast me? Right. And he kind of rolls his eyes and he looks at me, he goes, dream bigger. Come on. You want to, you want to have one line as a news reporter in my movie? Like, why wouldn't you want a bigger role? And I was just like, "Oh my gosh! Like, you're right. Like, that's that's totally possible." So, for me, in like the everyday, I guess it's just a matter of uh, like trying to trying to outdo yourself. Like, that, your biggest competition is is you, right? Like, without without being cliche, like oh, you know, the biggest competition is you looking in the mirror, which I truly believe. But I think it's just a matter of outdoing you know, what was your high point before and trying to just make it a bigger high point and keep moving those goalposts.
1: There you go. Now, now I have a question. I'm really curious about because I'm, I don't know if you've met Finn Balor or not, but I'm curious who has the better abs you or him.
4: (laughs) 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 It's gotta be him. He's 43 years old. Like the shape that he's in right now. and, And that's the other thing, you know, as I, as I encroach on 40 years old here is, you keep seeing these people who are in their forties and obviously we could name a whole bunch of wrestlers in their forties that are in great shape. But like, you keep seeing these people in their forties that are in amazing shape. And some, some people even into their fifties. I'm like, like, I still feel like a young man. Right. So, uh, man, bring it on. I, yeah. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll challenge Finn. Give me, give me a few weeks and maybe I could have a, <laughs> What are you talking about? I've I've seen pictures of you online, dude. When I was doing
1: research for this Uh, show, one of the first things that came up was the abs picture you were showing off. So (laughs) don't tell me that you're not in his class. Come on.
4: I'm I'm on this uh, this crazy uh, workout routine right now and diet um, to get it in even better shape. So you've probably seen some of the transformations from guys like Tommaso Ciampa um, EC3 went through a huge transformation Apollo Cruz, I'm actually working with their nutritionist because I'm like, Johnny Gargano is another great example um, I actually am in, uh, working with their nutritionist to be like, look what you did for them, and those guys were already like, you know, the top you know, 1% of what they do what would you do for like a normal guy like me, so the goal is uh, the best shape of my life by 40 so I've got uh, four weeks to see what, uh, what that looks like there you go. Wow, oh, that's awesome. Hey,
3: Mark, I, so. I, I like how your research for this interview was staring at pictures of his abs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Come on.
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm pulling
2: images. Well, photographic no, research. Seriously, you're pulling images from everybody on, to, on, for everybody to come, promote. Come on. And
1: yeah. it comes up on the first four pictures. I'm like, okay,
2: whatever. I think it depends what you're looking at. <laughs> mm, right, right, I just yeah, 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 Googled images. Yeah, I'm right, right. What's the search term here? Huh? <laughs> yeah. Oh, right, good yeah, lord.
1: You're out of control. Yeah, you're common terms.
2: Common terms.
1: Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. After I did see those pictures, I know I've got to get my abs squared up. They're they're covered right now badly. It's it's a long day past my wrestling days. That's for sure.
4: They're still they're still in there.
1: No, they're there. They're, they're protected. There. They're protected. No, I was just doing a ton a ton of crunches the other day. I can still do them. It's just a little little uh, little handicap, shall we say. <laughs> <laughs> but Chris, uh, hey, uh, what do you have coming up on the on the podcast, and uh, who we're going to hear from soon? And and hopefully your chest is healed up from the last one with Sean Spears. Yeah, right. Give me the chops.
4: <laughs> I feel like my chest will never heal from, up from that. Jeez, that was a, <laughs> a terribly great idea. Um, <laughs> so uh, this week on the show, I've got uh, Mike Rome, my good friend Austin Romero, Mike Rome, you know WWE ring announcer. He'll be joining me on the show. I'm also doing an interview this week with, uh, I don't want to give too much away here, but I'll be doing an interview with a certain rattlesnake from Texas. Oh, Uh, He he has has a new Mm. uh, TV show coming out on A&E soon called Stone Cold Takes on America. So man, it's been a long time since I've had a conversation with Stone Cold Steve Austin. So really, really excited to be able to spend a little bit of time with him.
1: Well, oh, that's going to be awesome. We'll look forward to seeing that. And not that you're completely impossible to find online, but just in case people haven't checked you out, where can they find you on uh, on your social media and so on?
4: So it's just my name, at Chris Van Vliet, V-A-N-V-L-I-E-T. And then you can check out my podcast, Insight with Chris Van Vliet. And also, if you're living in Las Vegas, I'm on uh, Channel 8 there, CBS, uh, on the show Las Vegas Now every once in a while. So if you happen to have the TV on, you can check me out there.
1: All right. That sounds great. Well, Chris, I, I think I speak on behalf of the team. Thank you so much for taking the time out to be on the Mark Oak Show. We really enjoyed it. We'll definitely do this again soon, and uh, I wish you all the best with the upcoming birth of your child. It should be a blast.
4: Well, guys, thank you so much for having me on. Such a pleasure to be able to spend this time with you, and uh, I'd love to come back on anytime. So keep up the great work, guys.
1: Appreciate you. Yeah, appreciate it, Chris. Thank, thank you, Chris. you. Have a terrific rest of your day. Thanks, guys. You too. All right, there you go, Chris Van Vliet, everybody. What an amazing guy, huh?
3: I'm in, I'm inspired, man. <laughs> I, and I different gotta, energy, different energy, right
1: you, there. You know, I got to be honest with you that you know when I when I book Chris. A, a couple weeks ago, and huh. then started going over everything. The pictures. It, it, it made me, funny guy, it <laughs> made me, it kind of made me feel like, man, I've got work to do. I mean, seriously. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah You I'm, know, and and it's yeah. not like he's a, the kind of guy where he's, you know, he's aloof or anything like that and like, oh, I'm, you know, look where I am. I mean, he's a, he's a very humble, good person, and you know, I mean, I, I was flattered when I bumped into WrestleMania and said, oh, you're Mark Hoke. I'm like, yeah, it's like you know me. It's like yeah, I've, I've seen your stuff. I'm like okay, that's cool. So, you know, and and it just makes you. It, but being around a person like that just makes you feel like man, you know, I want to get out there and do more. And uh, and and that's one thing that I would tell everybody. If you watch Insight and a lot of the stuff that he puts up, it's not just watching the interviews with the wrestlers and the celebrities, but you're going to get that feeling, and uh, it's going to be really inspirational. I promise you.
3: No, I definitely agree. It radiated through this interview here. And I think, oh, you know, yeah. it inspired us, man. Let's get out there and get it. That's yeah. Right. There's other levels. Let's go.
1: Let's yeah. Go. We need, we need, uh, what, two hundred forty nine million nine hundred views to one catch of the, up. One at a well, time, baby. We, yeah. Exactly. We're,
3: we're going to walk up the hill, man. All right.
1: Well, hey, let's get this last break in. And when we come back, we're going to wrap things up on The Mark Hoke Show, the best in pro wrestling news and entertainment on 1015 FM. Hey, Dawn, stick around for more. We will be right back.
0: the most exciting and interactive events on the pro wrestling calendar. The 57th Annual Cauliflower Alley Club Reunion at the Plaza in Las Vegas. Meet some of your all-time professional wrestling favorites. Check out the wrestling memorabilia. Participate in terrific seminars and star-studded events including Tuesday and Wednesday nights CAC awards and dinner nights. Visit caulifloweralleyclub.org and get your tickets and membership today. That's caulifloweralleyclub.org
1: 101.5 FM K
0: Don. You're listening to the number one professional wrestling radio show in Vegas. The Mark Hoke Show. The Mark Hoke Show. Now here again is Mark Hoke
1: Yeah that's me little old me Mark Hoke doing a little pro wrestling show here in Las Vegas but of course heard in 160 countries on those podcasts. Yeah That's pretty amazing
2: that is amazing. Yeah, you think about that, guys? And I mean, Chris Van Bleet knows who you are. Yeah, that's doesn't stunning. get any better than that, right? Yeah. Well, there, yeah. there there's oh, a little bit. A little <laughs> bit. It, yeah, it could, There's it there's, could, a, there's, a, there's, a, there's a couple guys I would not mind yeah, uh, you know.
1: Having to get to know me a little bit better, but you know, it's all good. We're we're working on it. You know what? Well, I was thinking over the break, man. Um by the way, that's the David difference. And no, no, Brian no, 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 too, no, no.
3: I was thinking over the break, man.
1: Yeah. I just want to introduce you.
3: I kind of like the D man do you <laughs> do you I, I think i'm a rolling man i just ordered some shirts and <laughs> uh, we're gonna move this thing see
1: how I do there see, you go see i come up with genius even when i'm not trying <laughs> right. it's amazing how that works i
3: appreciate you oh
1: my god but yeah what a, a terrific show today uh with chris Van Vliet and uh danny limelight man. Yeah. We, you know and, and you know it just goes to show i think one thing that's really cool about pro wrestling that I don't think that an average fan understands is just how many cool people are in this industry. I mean, every industry's got people that're kind of, eh. but there are a lot of terrific people in pro wrestling. The performers, the people working behind the scenes, and you know the media. I mean, it's it's a pretty fun group of people to be around, to say the least. I think it because it's such a passionate
3: thing, mm-hmm. right? Like you don't get into wrestling, whether behind the scenes or front of the scenes, unless you're passionate about it. You can go to a job, and everybody hates their job, and it's like. Uh. But at wrestling, just everybody living
1: their passion, doing their thing. It's a beautiful energy out there. Beautiful. Oh yeah, yeah. And of course, uh, you know, you get to see a lot of that with uh, Brian Ronovich on LasVegasWrestlingScene.com. dot com. A lot of That's people right. out there chasing their dreams. Man, I'm and telling you, he writes all about it. And of course, uh, the David Difference doing his thing with fsw the future stars of wrestling here in las vegas big card coming up on april 30th man that's going to be an awesome show and Dave i'm reckoning i'm yeah dvick and i'm bringing three rooks
2: oh yeah who's, yeah who's going with you a couple, you bringing? couple
1: different guest hosts from the station
2: okay, okay good
1: so good so we got some newbies that are going to be coming to uh check out some pro wrestling with fsw W.
2: The Sunday shows are great, especially yeah. those arena super shows. I remember the first ones after COVID broke. Oh, my goodness. The ones with, like, Seth and Bae and Oh, yeah, those were great. Yeah, I'm excited about this one Sunday,
3: 5 p.m., FSW Arena. It's going down. Don't forget we're doing the fundraiser, too, for Gunner. Uh, we'll be doing a raffle there so you can get your raffle tickets. We're going to raffle off some merch, some memorabilia, and you never know what. And You know, we're donating uh, proceeds from concessions and merch is going to Gunner. So get well soon, brother.
2: Absolutely, Definitely. get Absolutely. well soon, Gunner.
1: Yeah, wish you all the best, kid. And uh, by the way, I, I got to remind everybody real fast about the 57th annual Cauliflower Alley Club reunion. Speaking of fundraisers, of course, the CAC is the organization that's been around for years and years, helping out people that were in the wrestling industry that fell on hard times. You know, a lot of these guys don't have insurance. I mean, you're you're talking about people from the 80s that were just independent contractors going around the territories. It's a great charity. They have their event coming up here at the Plaza on August 28th through August 30th. A couple of different dinners and all sorts of fantastic stuff going on with that. You can meet some of your all-time favorites at that event. It is going to be a terrific time. So make sure you guys, if you haven't gotten tickets yet, first thing you got to do is get a membership. You have to be a member to be able to go. It's 25 bucks for the year. And that all goes to the CAC. And then, of course, you can get tickets for all the different events they have going on down there. Just, you know, head on down and check it out. And I want to remind you to, you know, do that right now. Go to caulifloweralleyclub.org and sign up today. It's going to be a great time, I promise you. And, of course, next week, don't forget, our first CAC segment is coming up with the legend Joe Malenko. Man, is that going to be a hoot. That man's gonna have some stories to tell, boys. I'm excited about that. Yeah,
2: that'll be really good.
1: Yep. So Joe Malenko and of course uh, Nick Zander on the day of his next challenge for the FSW Heavyweight Championship is going to be in studio. Wouldn't that be interesting if I showed up? Mm, maybe I can arrange. that. I don't know. I'm kind of scary. I'd be wonder what might happen to our uh, our studios here at uh, here at Odyssey. But uh, we'll find out. Yeah, let's find out. Absolutely. Let's find out. <laughs> Ice, on, Ice you know where he's going to be. Yeah. So there you go. Hey, make sure you follow us on Twitter at Mark Hoke Show. Facebook, The Mark Hoke Show. On YouTube, Ray, we're getting that rolling over there. you got to check it out. YouTube channel, The Mark Hoke Show. MarkHokeShow.com to keep up with everything that's going on on the show. There's a lot happening. You can sign up for our patron program, too, which we'd certainly appreciate.
0: You know
1: help support the show always nice
3: please yeah
1: <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't hurt so we'll see you guys next week on the Mark Hoke show we certainly appreciate you listening here on Kdon 1015 FM the talk of Las Vegas on behalf of the David Difference Brian Ronovich I'm Mark Hoke we will see you next week on the Mark Hoke show everybody have a great day Las Vegas more of the mark Hoke show follow us on twitter at mark Hoke show like us on facebook at the mark Hoke show and visit mark show.com to keep up with everything happening with the show and remember to check out all of our archive shows on youtube at the mark Hoke show and download our podcasts at mark show.podbean.com and all your favorite podcast outlets so join the mark Hoke show family today and thanks for listening